1: All right, let's get it on. It's 11.06, and we are back for the second hour of the restaurant show here on Newstalk 710K in U.S. and Denver, simulcast in Colorado Springs on 1460 and FM 101.1. The answer, Sunday, May 8th, it is Mother's Day. And, moms, if you are just now tuning in, we started at 10 o'clock, but I'm going to say the exact same thing that I said at 10 o'clock. Happy Mother's Day. You did a lot of the heavy lifting, and, uh, We certainly appreciate you. I'm giving away a gift certificate, $50, to Trestles Coastal Cuisine. Joan called in from Lakewood last hour with a poem that she had written about mom. And Nancy called in to talk about the Blue Island Oyster Bar in Lone Tree. There, of course, is one in Cherry Creek. And we were talking about oysters. She apparently likes oysters. 86 years old, loves her oysters. And um, I was telling her about Trestles has Oyster Monday for only a dollar. So if you can find the extra penny in the old ashtray of your car or the cushions of your couch, you can get an oyster at Trestles for only one buck on Monday. And if she gets a gift certificate, that will certainly give her a running start. Um, we had to cut her off because we went to news she uh, apparently had a book to recommend to me. Nancy, if you are still listening, please email it to me at mike at com. That's M-I-K-E at M-I-K-E-B-O-Y-L-E dot com, because I'm always looking for good books. Or if you would like to text it to me, the name, the author, you can give Leroy a call back at the station 3036961971. And he can give you my cell phone number to text that book to. Or you can give him the book name, and he can text it to me. Speaking of books, we're going to talk with Lisa Fellows. Lisa and I have known each other uh, since the day she met her husband. You know how I know that? I introduced him. It was back in Tulsa, Oklahoma, back in the early 1980s. And uh, she and her husband traveled with us to Mexico last March. She and a couple of the other ladies on the trip got talking about books, and they said, Mike, you've got an informal book club. Would you like to make it a bit more formal? Not structured, but just a little bit more formal. And I said, sure. So we're going to talk with her in just a couple moments. Speaking of Mexico, I posted for January 10th to the 17th, 2023, our next Mexico excursion. I'm leaving Wednesday, but it's all sold out. But the next Mexico excursion, we may do one in December, depending on what Warren Irpson, the travel agent, can find in the way of a good price. But January 10th to the 17th, we're going to we're going to fly nonstop on United into Cancun. We're going to get a transfer. It's only about uh, 30 minutes from the airport, so that's nice. It's not way far down like Puerto Morales or Playa del Carmen, the Riviera Maya Tulum. It's called Costa Moheras and it's one of the nicest, newest Ryu Palace resorts. And uh, they've still offered a little bit of a singles rate, so we're going to... Um, Start planning on that. I know it sounds like a long ways away. We're just getting into summer, but um, you want to get it while the prices are very, very good. It's on my website. All right, let's do this. Let's take a break and let's come back and let's talk about books on the Mike Boyle restaurant, travel, movies, whatever we feel like talking about show. All right, we'll be right back. All right, welcome back to the Mike Boyle Restaurant Show, where we talk about restaurants, travel, movies, books, sports, TV shows, or whatever we feel like talking about. I love it when a plan comes together like this. So we're sitting on the beach at the Rio Palace Costa Mujeres about a year and a half ago. And there's a nice group of people. People are meeting each other as first-time travelers. Mexico's open. We're having a good time. And the next thing you know, three ladies that did not know each other before that trip, Lisa, Shannon, and Betsy. They're talking about books and how much they enjoy reading. And the next thing you know, I get a call from one of them who says, we're thinking of maybe formalizing a little bit more the Mike Boyle restaurant show informal book club. There will be no membership dues, there'll be no membership card, there'll be no secret handshake, but we would like to get together and talk about books. So we met at the View House Restaurant. We had a wonderful lunch, and coming up on Wednesday, May 25th, at the aforementioned View House Restaurant, we've got a nice small room in the back. We're going to talk about books. And we're going to see if we want to hold this in a restaurant. We're going to see how often we want to hold it. We're going to see if maybe we should go to somebody's house. What are we going to do about food? What are we going to do about wine? What are we going to do about the books? Well, I've got Lisa Fellows with me. Lisa was kind of the instigator of this. Idle Hands are the devil's workshop. She recently retired from a very successful corporate career. And so now she's looking for stuff to do. She wants to start the book club. I said, I'll push it. I'll promote it. We'll call the restaurant show book club as long as I don't have to do any work. Let's talk to Lisa. Lisa, welcome to the show. Thank you, Mike. Great to be here. So is that about the background? Uh, You've got a little bit of time on your hands, and your husband has encouraged you to get out of the house rather than spending 24-7 together. What has prompted this idea of a book club?
2: Well, Mike, you gave a great overview. Um, As you said, I'm recently retired, more time on my hands, and I love to read. And one of the things that I was really looking forward to in my retirement was being able to spend more time reading. And as you mentioned, um, you know, in the conversations that I had with Betsy and Shannon on our trip uh, in Cancun, uh, you know we were sharing uh, books that we had recently read and I know betsy is, is just a voracious reader mm-hmm. and she calls in quite frequently with with recommendations for you yes. and so um, I'm currently in a book club but it's it's more of a social club if we talk five minutes about a book that's <laughs> is, that's a good <laughs> um, yeah. but and and John refers to it as the wine club so yeah. really yeah. social yeah. and I'm I'm really Interested in in being with people who are, you know, like minded and enjoy reading and uh, whether it's novels, historical fiction, biographies, autobiographies, and just really having some good discussion and about the books and what we liked about it and the characters. And I know that there's some opportunity from with your involvement of being able to have possibly some of the authors, um, you know, join us at these meetings. And, and that really excites me as well, just to hear from the author's perspective, you know, what went into the book and, and, you know, just how it and, and just what being a writer and author is all about. Um, so I'm really looking forward to this. And just felt like a group of your listeners, um, because I know you talk about books a lot, um, mm-hmm. might be might be a good group to try to get together and, and see if there's some opportunity here to, to form a book club.
1: Well, the three ladies, you and Shannon and Betsy. I can attest to are just wonderful, wonderful people. And coming up on May 25th at the View House, it's on my website at mikeboyle.com and we will bribe you. You may say, I don't know a book that I can bring. I will be giving everybody a free book I got from the author I got from the publicist so that will be passed out to everybody that comes we don't know if there's gonna be the four of us we don't know if it's gonna be 14 we don't know if we're gonna have to move into the banquet room but we'll figure it out on the 25th love to have you come and join us everybody else that comes that day will also get a gift certificate to a restaurant so I thought that this would just be a little bit of an incentive to get you to come by, but this is a very formative get-together. How often are we going to do it? Where are we going to do it? Uh, How are we going to decide what books to review? And yes, I have already, Lisa, talked to a number of authors who have indicated that they would be more than happy if they're local to come to a restaurant or somebody's home, or... If they are out of town to do a virtual get together. So, Lisa, I really appreciate you taking the ball and running with this. One of our concerns is geography, because I'm talking to people now all the way up to Fort Collins, all the way down to Pueblo. It won't be a neighborhood. It won't be a church group. It won't be your bridge club. So we're trying to figure out some of that stuff, but we would love, love, love to have you come by The View House on the 25th of May and give us your input. And don't forget to bring a book because uh, we have I've got a big stack, don't you, Lisa?
2: Yes, as well as, Mike, we've been putting together a list of
1: books just
2: in the discussion of the four of us, of books that we have recently read that we have thought might be good options for the book club as well. So very open to other ideas, and and, uh, I'm excited even just about the list that we've already put together of, of potential books for the book club.
1: And I want you to understand that even though this is the Restaurant Show Book Club, and Lisa and Shannon and Betsy came up with the idea, we do not plan on being a dictatorship. We plan on being very much a democracy. So come on by. We'd love to have you. We'd love to get your thoughts. And uh, if you've read a good book lately, bring it on over. Maybe you've read an acclaimed book that wasn't so good. And that's always fun to talk about as well. Lisa Fellows, thank you, thank you, thank you for putting this together. And I'll see you at the View House on May 25th. Absolutely.
2: Looking forward to it, Mike.
1: Thank you. All right, let's go ahead and take a break from the Mike Boyle restaurant, travel, movies, books, and whatever we feel like talking about show. All right, 24 minutes after 11 o'clock, Joan and Nancy are in the drawing here on the restaurant show for a gift certificate from Trestle's Coastal Cuisine. It's Mother's Day. Want to give me a call? Get in the drawing, 303-696-1971. Nancy wanted to rave about the Blue Island Oyster Bar in Lone Tree. They've got one in Cherry Creek. She also wanted to recommend a book, so she sent it over to me. The book is West with Giraffes um, by Linda, Linda with a Y, Rutledge. And um, you know what? It looks, it looks interesting, and I'll probably download it. It's always nice to have backup. If you have hard, ba- I like reading a book. And so they're stacked up next to my, uh, on my nightstand next to my bed. But uh, this, I can get it for free from Kindle. West with Giraffes is a wonderful novel based on the true story of the cross-country road trip America's first giraffes took in 1938. Does that mean giraffes only arrived in the United States in 1938? Um, or maybe they were already on the west on the East Coast, but they had to go across country to get to the West Coast for zoos out there. I don't know. I guess I'm going to find out. It's also a coming-of-age story that demonstrates the positive influence caring friends and gentle animals can have on a young man's life. Um, It was published on February 23rd of this year. Is Westwood Giraffes a Good Book Club book? We were just talking with Lisa Fellows about the book club coming up. A delightful read. I couldn't put it down. Told to the memory of an aged veteran, the story is set against the background of the Dust Bowl, the Depression, and the advent of a world war. Even though it's a novel, it would probably be a good read for kids in high school since we don't teach high school uh, history anymore, do we? Or, and if we do, it's revisionist history. But uh, you know what? Thank you very much, Nancy. I'm going to download it and uh, and... It's always nice to just have a backup, you know what I'm saying? All right, so um, anyway, this guy and his wife go to a steakhouse, right? And, um, you know, they're going out for a nice meal. And the waiter comes up to the gentleman after he orders, and he says, how would you like your steak, sir? The gentleman says, I'd like it like winning an argument with my wife. The waiter says, rare, it is. <laughs> All right, terrific. All right, i I'm going to remind you that those of you that came to Smoke and Outlaw Kitchen yesterday, um, you either got wonderful barbecue or you got a coupon to return to get wonderful barbecue because we ran out, or you were thinking about coming, were on your way, and heard me say, "Uh uh-oh, we're getting low on food, so the special will be offered. $5 sandwiches, $1.50 sides, $15 racks of ribs. It will be offered this week, Tuesday through Saturday. They're closed Sunday, Monday. Tuesday through Saturday, and you can just give them a call, 303 eight seven five nine nine four three. I think it'd be a good idea to give them a call in advance. Just make sure they've got enough ribs for you, whatever you want. Three zero three eight seven five nine nine four three. All right. Um, what else is going on? Mother's Day brunch, Are you out enjoying yourself? I was telling you earlier about some of the places that are going to bail you out for Mother's Day if you haven't already made a reservation. This might be a little, um, I don't know. It might be something that your mom would enjoy. Fuzzy's Taco Shops, Bahia-inspired family meals, are a great way to take the stress of cooking off mom this Mother's Day. The Taco Shops Taco Family Meals offer generous portions of the guest's choice of meat, sides, fixing, and more. You know what I think I think Fuzzy's Taco Shop. If you've ever been on the Baja, which of course would consist of Tijuana, Ensenada, Rosarito, uh, you can go all the way down to Guillermo Negro, Bahia de Los Angeles, there's a the Puerto Escondido. There's one on the Pacific side way down but uh but on the mainland, but there's one on the Baja Loreto, uh, all the way down to La Paz and Cabo San Lucas, um, These taco shops really, uh, I like walking in because you can see all the cases of beer all stacked up and you order whatever you want and they call your name and they bring it to you. But that might be, it's 1130 on Mother's Day. And if you are just now thinking about where you want to go and what you want to do with Mom for Mother's Day, I personally think you're a little late. But I thought I would pass that along for Fuzzy's Taco Shops. All right, they're nice enough to, uh, they're nice enough to uh, get us the uh, information. Maybe you want to go out for an island theme Denver bar where it always feels like summer vacation. From dive bars to themed lounges, here's where to find a tropical escape and rum drinks in our landlocked state. Jimmy Buffett once said, it's 5 o'clock somewhere. We're here to tell you that it's summer somewhere, too. In a state with no coastline, Colorado boosts an impressive roster of island-themed bars serving up rum-forward cocktails and year-round tropical fantasia. From creamy macadamia net, coladas best enjoyed on the patios of a drift tiki bar to sipping from a coconut and jungle. The neon-lit, fun-filled barn boulder. Here are six spots where you can get ahead start on your summer. So I just thought I would pass this along. I thought it was kind of a cute article. You know what? It's a little corny to go to a place that has a tiki barn and an island theme and put on your Hawaiian shirts and your flip-flops and go in the middle of summer in downtown Denver or Boulder. But, but doesn't it sound kind of fun? Jungle. That is at 10th Street in Boulder. Adrift. It is 218 South Broadway in Denver. There is the Electric Cure at 25th Avenue in Edgewater. Don't you love to go on over to Edgewater and park and walk around Sloan Lake today. Get yourself some exercise. There's, there's also the Ohana Grill, which has Hawaiian food, but maybe stop off at the Electro Cure, uh, the Electric Cure. The Ohana Room, ohana, oh, ohana, of course, is Hawaiian for family. A funky tropical bar covers the island classics from Mai Tais to daiquiris and hurricanes. That is at 3542 Walnut Street in Denver. And finally, the dive-in. The dive-in is, yes, a dive bar. But you'll also pick up on a scuba diving theme that's influenced by owner Jason Tejon's love for underwater exploration. Rob Hoffman, Robin Carroll Hoffman with Keller Williams. Wonderful people. He loves to dive. Maybe he needs to go over there and uh, and maybe check dive-in out. It's at 13. <laughs> Okay, I got myself all excited. It's at 1380 South Broadway 6 Island-themed Denver area bars where it always feels like summer vacation. I'm going through a bunch of stuff that I've had stacked up and uh, wanted to at least touch on. And what a perfect show because when we end at 12 o'clock today, I've got plenty of stuff to do, including packing baseball gear for the trip on Wednesday to Cancun, taking baseball gear down there to help the poor kids in Mexico. Um, Since it's Mother's Day, maybe you got her a lily. Maybe you bought her some chocolates, Rocky Mountain Chocolate Factory, Anstrom's, Patsy's Candies in Colorado Springs. Maybe you bought her a gift card. I wanted to pass this on as kind of a public service. All those annoying gift cards you sell, this is from a restaurant publication, a trade publication, so they're the ones selling them. There's a very good chance they'll never be redeemed. Bankrate, a New York City-based consumer financial services company, reports that 51% of gift cards to the tune of $15.3 billion dollars. Or $116 for every American, gather dust or simply disappear. And get this. According to a patronic study, the restaurant industry sold 6% more gift cards during 2021 holiday season. Than in 2019, 57% more than 2020. It seems to me that it would have been a great gift during the shutdown, but what do I know? But given the severe labor shortages, supply chain, hangups, entitled guests, and all the other mind-bending things, we're guessing that you're not too broken up. That would be the restaurateur once again. You're not too broken up about those gift experiences going to waste. If you've got gift cards... Dig them out, dust them off, and use them. Somebody paid money for them. When I send a gift certificate, the restaurant wants you to have them. All right, let's go ahead and take a break. I'm Mike Boyle, and this is The Restaurant Show. We've got time for more calls. 303-696-1971. Somebody's going to go to Trestles Coastal Cuisine. All right, 1139 is the time here. Going to take you on up until 12 o'clock Every Saturday, 10 to 1 in Springs. Every Saturday, 11, I beg your pardon, 3 to 5 in Denver. And every Sunday, 10 o'clock until noon, all up and down the front range. Look who's on the line, Brandon Hawks. Brandon and his significant other, Betty Joe own the Smokin' Outlaw Kitchen where we were yesterday and uh probably calling it in to thank you for coming out and to let you know about the special we're going to keep going this week for those of you that didn't make it out yesterday. Brandon, welcome to the show.
3: Hey, thanks Mike. I appreciate it. Just wanted to uh call in real quick and tell everyone thank you so much for the the turnout yesterday. Uh wow, what an awesome turnout and uh You know, we wanted to, uh, you know, just to uh, express our appreciation for everyone that came out and, you know, for those who came in a little bit late in the evening and, uh, we, we sold out. It was such a cool turnout and we were very (laughs) thankful. We're going to continue the promotion out until Saturday, um, until the end of next Saturday. So, um, any of the listeners that, um, couldn't make it in or that came in um and we had been sold out uh we we want to reach out to you guys and tell you that we're going to continue this promotion out and uh we're we're real thankful for the turnout and the feedback was awesome from people um yeah we we had a lot of fun yesterday
1: well i mentioned it in the first hour that's very thoughtful of you it
3: was wild wasn't it brandon it it was absolutely insane so Um, but a a good insane, you know, we, we are really proud of what we are doing. And, uh, like I said, the feedback and the the patience from people were wonderful. And, uh, you know, when you put your heart and soul in your food and do your barbecue and people recognize that and they, they really like it. And I've, I heard best sandwiches from several people. Um, it it just, uh, that's what we do. And that's what, what made us, uh, we're proud of putting that out there.
1: Well, they had a food truck and then they got an opportunity to get this brick and mortar, but it's a two man operation. It's uh, Brandon and his yeah. girlfriend, his fiancee and and so it's difficult to uh explain to prospective remote holders that these things can get pretty wild and um uh, <laughs> and and um uh, So I've always said, and it doesn't matter, I've done over 3,000 meal deals on my 30 years in Denver, 26 years in Colorado Springs, I've always said, Brandon, that no matter how well prepared a restaurant is, staff, food, parking, whatever, every time we do a second remote with somebody, it goes better, because they have a better (laughs) idea of what to expect, and uh uh, we don't have anything on the calendar with you, but if we ever do another one, I'd be willing to bet you you'd be
3: cooking more racks am I close ab- <laughs> eh? absolutely so we again i just i wanted to say thank you for everyone that came out um and uh that showed love and appreciation for the food it was it was it was a great time, so thank you very much well and i and and so what they're doing they're close today and tomorrow,
1: but Tuesday through Saturday. If you want to stop by 4211 Natchez Court, right near Oxford and Santa Fe, you can get the $5 sandwiches, the $1.50 sides, and the $15 racks. And you can eat it there. You can take it out. Brandon, I'll tell you what I heard a lot of talk about. Betty Joe's bacon-crusted mac and cheese. Yikes. I heard a lot of nice comments about that. That stuff is (laughs) sinfully good.
3: It (laughs) is. It is. I've I've had people uh, threaten to loot and riot if we didn't have it in stock. <laughs> so it's <laughs> awesome. No, it's definitely a crowd favorite. And um, yeah, come on out. We'll continue those specials out through uh, uh, next Saturday.
1: All right, Brandon. I'm very thoughtful <laughs> of you to call. I know that you. Hey, folks. They never stopped working. They never stopped moving. Nope. They never kept smiling. So anyway, the phone number is three zero three eight seven five. If you want directions or if you want to order in advance, 303-875-9943. And it's called Smokin' Outlaw Kitchen. Thank you very much, Brandon. Nice of you to call.
3: Hey, thank you so much. Happy Sunday.
1: Happy Sunday to you and happy Mother's Day to happy Betty Happy Mother's Joe. Day, yes.
3: All right. All so right. Ready? Thank you so much.
1: You're Take welcome. Care. All right. We got time for more calls, 303 696 We've got two people in the drawing. Uh, for the Trestles Coastal Cuisine. we got time for another call or two. Um, and, and we've already, people that got there and got a coupon to go back, those of you that heard me say, tranquilo, don't come, relax. Um, you can get the ribs this week, Tuesday through Saturday. I'll put it on my website at mikeboyle.com. Um, also, um, if, if you came out And I talked to just about everybody. I explained how crazy it was. But, hey, if you felt slighted or ignored by, you got there and you were frustrated that you couldn't get it, and maybe I didn't get a chance to talk to you, send me an email, mike at mikeboyle.com, and I'll do whatever I can to make it it right for you. Okay? All right, 303-696-1971. You know, um, when I read this note from Nancy about the Linda Rutledge book, West with Giraffes, it kind of tweaked my interest because I am a uh, big fan. You know, you talk about driving. I, they had to be driving them, right? Based on the true story of a cross-country road, yeah, road trip with America's first giraffes, in 1938. If you would like to read, I'm a big fan of James Michener. Did you know that the library on the campus of the University of Northern Colorado in Greeley is called the Michener Library? I believe it's called the Michener Library, or at least there's a Michener wing, something like that. Yeah, he was actually a professor there, um, 100 years ago, but but he was a professor there. Um, if you are going to move to Hawaii and you read Hawaii, or move to Texas and read Texas, or Colorado, read Colorado, Alaska, Chesapeake, about Maryland and the Chesapeake Bay, he goes back and does research that is so incredible. The covenant about the Boer War and the problems that South Africa faced at the turn of the 20th century. I just, I love the guy. Now, I haven't read everything he's written, but he wrote a novel called The Fires of Spring. And matter of fact, I'm going to look it up for you. It is the story of a young man who runs away, literally, remember when we were kids, you you, you know, they talked about kids that ran away and joined the circus? Um, It's a book about a young man that runs away and joins the circus, Fires of Spring. I'm looking it up for you. And um, this guy matures, comes of life with that journey. Let me show you the overview. I really enjoyed it, and I'm going to tell you what, I'll dig it out here in the next break, because it's got one. The Fires of Spring is the second book and first novel published by American author James A. Michener. I believe his first book wasn't it, Tales of the South Pacific? I don't remember. But uh, anyway, it, it was really good, and it talks about how he falls in love with the circus hookers. They, they were traveling all over the country, and so they had hookers that traveled with them. Uh, how he falls in love with one of them, and how he kind of comes of age. And there's a beautiful, beautiful quote that is kind of the um, about the maturation process. So I would suggest I'm trying to say when did it come out? 1949 is when it was published. Uh, The Fires of Spring, he wrote more than 40 books, most of which were long fictional uh, family sagas. Yeah, you know, because Hawaii, it's a fictional book, but it's based on the big five families, uh, the big five companies, long fictional family sagas covering the lives of many generations, in particular geographic locales and incorporating detailed history. Many of his works were bestsellers and were chosen by the Book of the Month Club, um, born in 1907, died in 1997 in Austin, Texas, at the age of 90. Uh, he was an officer in the Navy. He was an academic. Um, his alma maters were Swarthmore College, University of St. Andrews, and the University of Northern Colorado. Yep. All right. Rest in peace, James. Mr. Anyway. um, I just thought I would share that with you: "Fires of Spring" by James Mitchner. Um, I'm going to be leaving Wednesday. I read this yesterday, but I wanted to share it with you. If you're thinking about a vacation for the summer, Mexico is hot, both climatically and tourism-wise. Tourism officials in Quintana Roo, that is the state where the Yucatan is, that is the state where, it's not the whole state, but it's where the uh, Cancun and Riviera Maya are, say the region is expected to reach almost 90% hotel occupancy rate for the busy summer travel season. That's high. You know, there's just about every hotel in the country would be like a 90%. Sure, you might have 100% day, but that's crazy. And that's over the summer when people say, oh, I don't want to go to Mexico. It's too hot. Yeah, June, July, and August, Mexico is rocking. I know when we land on Wednesday, that immigration is going to be packed, packed, packed. But then they dissipate all over the Yucatan. It's huge, so you don't really realize it. You don't have a problem getting into any bars, doing any shopping. All right, let me see if I can find that quote by Mitch, and I'll share it with you when we come back on The Restaurant Show. All right, the sun is hot, and it's gonna, I'm going to be moving slow on Wednesday when I leave for Mexico with a group of listeners. I found the – you know, this – when I read The Fires of Spring by James Michener, published in 1949, and there is a rumor he never denied. He was born in 1907. This is 1949. He would be 42 years old. It was his second uh, book and first novel. The Fires of Spring, about a boy that runs away and joins the circus and has this maturation process while he's doing that. And I enjoyed the book tremendously. And at the, towards the end, there is a quote that James Mitchell is well known for many, many quotes. But this one was a little bit longer, and I copied it down, and I have actually carried it. It was in my briefcase, and I just looked. I thought I would share it with you. Think about this. He talks about the maturation and coming of age, and he calls it the journey that men make. For this is the journey that men make to find themselves. If they fail in this, it doesn't matter much what else they find. Money. Position, fame, many loves, revenge are all of little consequence. And when the tickets are collected at the end of the ride, they are tossed in a bin marked failure. But if a man happens to find himself, if he knows what he can be depended upon to do, the limits of his courage, the position from which he will no longer retreat, the degree to which he can surrender his inner life to some woman, Secret reservoirs of his determination, the extent of his dedication, the depths of his feeling for beauty, his honest and unpostured goals, then he has found a mansion which he can inhabit with dignity all the days of his life. And I thought that that was so. If 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 if, if you go out and get Power uh, Fires of Spring by James Mitchell. I I, I don't know. I don't know what your reading interests are. I don't know what your reading habits are. What, the average American reads about a book and a half a year? That's the the statistic. So maybe you're not much of a reader at all. But I thought that that was, uh, I thought that when she talked about the giraffes and moving them across the country, giraffes by Linda Rutledge, I just thought I would share that with you. All right, next weekend, recorded shows on the 21st. I will be at Guard of the Gods Trading Post in the morning, Manitou Springs. Two buffalo burgers for 7 bucks, $24 value. That's right, $24 value for $7. Um, then that evening, the 21st, going to be a Joyce's Famous Pizza on Broadway and Evans. On the 22nd, two weeks from today, taste of Philly over at University and I Creek. By the way, Martin Garvey, there's a pretty good chance that there's a new location. He's got that one up at Kipling and Colfax. But there's a pretty good chance that his third store might be coming to an area near you. Um, Then on the 28th, we're going to be serving Dickie's Barbecue up in Westminster. On the 25th, working backwards, the 25th, we're going to meet for the book club at the View House. On the 27th, Friday, the movie Maverick with Top Gun Star Tom Cruise comes out. Personally, I can't wait to see it. Bosch Legacy started on Friday night with four episodes. There's going to be two this Friday, two on the 20th, and two on the 27th for a total of 10 episodes in this season. I love Mexico, and I'm going to be relaxing and talking with people and walking on the beach and watching sunsets and drinking beer and taking baseball equipment to kids, but I watched... All four episodes on Friday. I should be ashamed of myself. I need to get a life. But I really enjoyed it. I liked it. Titus Welliver, who plays Bosch, does a fabulous, fabulous job. I have a feeling that this Friday the 13th, the night before we distribute the baseball gear, <laughs> there's a pretty good chance that I might be in Mexico in my room watching it before I go to bed on my iPad. So it's really, really a good series. If you haven't seen the first seven seasons of Bosch, back when he's an LAPD detective, you might want to go back to number one and start if you're a Michael Connolly fan, especially in this, in Bosch legacy. He's actually retired from the LAPD. He is a PI, a private investigator, and his daughter Maddie, who is now matured to the level of being an LAPD cop. Elon Musk says that he's going to hire thousands at Twitter shed some existing. You think some of the old guard might need to be run out of there, but he's going to four times revenue by 2028. God bless Elon Musk. I just think he's going to do a great, great job. I might have to re-sign up for Twitter. I didn't get a chance to tell you that tomorrow's national train day. I didn't get a chance to talk about train trips. I love trains, but, uh, You know what? Go down to the Royal Gorge and take that train. It's a fun, fun, fun adventure. I've ridden in the locomotive on that with my daughter. Anyway, that's it for today. MikeBoyle.com is my website. My email is Mike at MikeBoyle.com. Have a great rest of your day, and happy Mother's Day
0: to all you moms